According to the statistics, there are over 40,000 Hong Kong students studying abroad, with the UK, US, Australia and Canada being the most popular destination choices. Money Talk Extra listener Sarah, a mother of two, is planning to send her children overseas for education. She told Jimmy Lam about her financial concerns. Actually, my family is four. I have one one daughter who is like four and one son just one year and a half. Yeah. And can you briefly tell us how what's your occupation? Uh, actually, I'm a general insurance uh, company's owner. and But I mainly the time is with my kids, so that's why I, I you can call me like full-time mom as well, yeah. Right. And how about the, uh, we would like to talk about the education plan. So your, your children are quite young. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I assume your daughter is just now in kindergarten. K- yeah, 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 K2. K2, K2. Yes. And your son maybe in some play group. Yeah, just in play group. In Hong yeah. Kong. Yeah. Um, so um, you, you mentioned to me you're planning on, for example, overseas education for them. So yeah. can you tell us about your plan? Yeah, actually I'm planning to bring them to... I still locating uh, like finding the location in UK or Australia. Mainly, I just plan to before the primary school. My for my daughter before primary school, we we would like to go there. Yeah, so probably still finding the place, <laughs> the right. destination. Yeah. And given it's, she's four, so primary school age around six, so yeah. still uh, two, one or two yeah, years. Yeah, one or to, two years, yeah. To do the search. Yes. So, uh, are you planning to send them both of them over, or you plan to move your family? Over? Yeah, uh, because they're still very young, so probably I will. Uh, the whole family will go with them together because I think the family type is more important than like, yeah. So that's why I I would like to the whole family go with her and and the son, yeah. And when you mentioned you mentioned some choices between UK Australia, yeah. so what are the some of the considerations when you choose the school? Yeah, actually based on like weather, actually both both places have the pros and cons, right? Um, UK, you can think of like the weather maybe is like some feel so grey and mad and sometimes, yeah, and, and, but Australia compare, comparing is like, wow, well, very sunny. So, um, but, but, uh, more people know that UK, the education is like more good. So, um, also, the whole family. Uh, I I I feel cold sometimes, like it, even in Hong Kong in the winter. So that's why I I I'm quite scared about like the UK the weather. Um, based on the U uh, the weather, also like the living living style. You know, Australia close all the shop is five. Like, but we we mainly in Hong Kong there have a big difference. So we need to find out. Which way is the best place? Yeah. And assume you're planning maybe to move to a family, so maybe you don't want them to. You don't need them to be in a boarding school, right? Yeah, you yeah. I don't. Yeah. Them home. Yeah. Every day. Yeah. And uh, well, obviously, edu- obviously, ed- education, especially when you move the whole family, comes with a cost. So, yeah. yeah. Um, do you find how how do you evaluate your financial aspect for this part? Do you think it's very high cost for you? Um. Basically, if in you know because the Hong Kong education now is quite like tired for the kids. <laughs> I would say it's tired because like in the primary school they wake up at six and then they go uh, finish school in four and then have some some extracurriculum oh. and and also homework. 
some some of my friends I heard that is uh, nearly like sleep in, in 11 or something and then I think it's too tired for the kids so that's why we plan to be overseas I, I hope them just really enjoy the, the childhood so that's why I think if in Hong Kong traditional school is this kind um, maybe I think it need to be international school so international school also is a fee so I think That fee is compared to like go overseas just a little bit more than the international school. So that's why I plan to be overseas. Yeah. And have you thought about well, um, how to accumulate uh, enough money? And also uh, because you and your husband uh, need to switch jobs. Yeah, I suppose. yeah, so yeah, yeah. Well, how do you see the financial impact on, on this? Yeah, because in Hong Kong, I I, I can basically my my job can be um, run it by by itself. Like I, I also can just do it very flexible. Uh, but the live, uh, working standard and the living standard also different in different country. So that's why we also will have this kind of like impact. We we will worry about like how the job and everything. Because always heard about like if you go overseas, maybe you can just only do like supermarket or something. Or <laughs> yeah, restaurants. Yeah, yeah, restaurants. But but yeah, we, we that's why we we worry about that. But uh, I think the uh, most goal and target, which is the kids, we can overcome with that. So uh, before the financial, we, we we maybe we need to take times. But I think times can overcome. So. In Hong Kong now, you earn a bit the money, and then you can just save it for there. I think already have a buffer time to gain a buffer time for us. That was Money Talk Extra listener Sarah talking about her plans for her children's overseas education. Jimmy went to speak to education expert Samuel Chan, founder of Britannia Study Link. Well, financially, they, need, they first need to know that. Two main difference of schools in the UK. There's independent schools. There are state schools. State schools are free for local citizens. Meanwhile, independent schools are um, fee. They charge us fees for even the locals, um, and they can be very expensive. They average at about thirty thousand pounds a year. So that's about three hundred thousand Hong Kong. Um, that's that includes boarding. That includes um, most of the materials. You will add about 10% of um, extra fees on top of it for the, the extra camera collection. No, uh, more no. so for something like uniforms or oh. um, most Hong Kong um, students requires English as a foreign language lessons. Right. So these are additional if it, costs. If they haven't taken the IELTS exam or something, this is for a young age. So right, if yeah, we're talking yeah. about the, yeah, Sarah's case, Sarah's primary school case, kids, primary school yeah. kids, secondary kids, they need English supports. Uh, majority of them do. If the English levels are not good enough, they need uh, EAL lessons. Sometimes you also have uh, music lessons. So oh. if you're learning particular instruments, uh, that altogether I think roughly 10% should be enough. So that's already about three. What is it? Thirty-three thousand um, Hong uh, pounds for one kid. For one year. For one year. Well, one year. One kid. One year. Yeah. One kid. Wow. Um, on top of it, Hong Kong families should um, realize there's also the guardianship. Cost, right. which costs about two thousand pounds a year, and forty-five pounds per day of um, staying at host families, because there are quite a few short holidays we call half terms. So three half terms a year, and some exits weekends. At around, I presume altogether about thirty thousand Hong Kong. So we are at about thirty-six thousand pounds already. Um, so it is very costly. The flights. 
But yeah. again, this yeah, can they be want to fly them over for yeah, the, the half term. Is it more expensive? Um, okay, <laughs> if they're moving, if they successfully um, moved to the UK and have their home in the UK, then you don't need to pay for host families and you don't need to pay for flights. But um, but being in the first year, them being job seekers and as well as placing their kid at an independent school, I think it's better be safe and go understand that these costs are likely more likely to happen. Um, that should be it for an independent school education. Um, right. D- d- so, sorry. Yeah. So Sarah should have this kind of amount <laughs> ready or education funds kind of. Um, most definitely. Most definitely. Um, I did mention there's a prep school route as well. Um, I mean prep school. I mean state school route, whereby you can apply for if you are a UK citizen. You, uh, Sarah mentioned she might be looking to get Im- to immigrate to the UK as a, a long term, yeah, yeah as long term as a foreign investor. Right. I believe there's two different paths of doing so. One is the cheaper option, which costs roughly. Um, 200,000 Hong Kong where you actually establish a business in the UK there are certain requirements including you need to hire a good number of um, local citizens um, this way the moment you start applying through this route you cannot work but there's another route whereby you invest is an investor um, immigration a path which costs I believe roughly 2 million pounds that's a lot of money that is <laughs> a lot of money and if you go through that route then you can work um, so the likelihood is, again, most UK local families, even with, with their own jobs in the UK, go for an independent school uh, education. That's, when we talk about studying in the UK, majority of the Hong Kong families are talking about independent schools and not the state sector. So if Sarah is thinking about that sort of education, it will cost um, regarding whether you're Hong Kong or... UK passport or European passports it's right. just the same and she mentioned right her family savings can kind of support her family for one year even if they're out of job so um, and if situation get worse is there kind of any financial assistance like in the form of scholarship available for these schools it's possible um, although independent schools offer scholarships but it's more of I believe it's more of a merit uh, for merit purpose more so than for um, an actual financial for a financial purpose they 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 do come by at around 10% 5% you need to thrive at s- sports arts uh, drama or academic uh, one of it, one of each or depending on your 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 child's skills um, i wouldn't count that into your budget it's one it's quite strict they normally limit these spaces for local families and and secondly it, it, it doesn't affect the total cost too much you, what you can do you might be able to apply for a bursary um, but schools have strict means tested um, criteria means criteria and um, again I wouldn't count that into your budget that was Samuel Chan founder of Britannia Study Link